everybody. Greg Hine here. We are live for another episode of the Aviation Growth Podcast. And here with me today, I have Bradley Wenzel. Bradley, how's it going? Good. How are you, Greg? I'm uh, here. Yeah, I'm, I'm doing pretty well. And uh, thank you for coming on again. I know the first time around we had some uh, technical difficulties, but hopefully yeah. this time around it uh, it all goes smooth. We're, we're plugged into Ethernet. Looking good so far. And yeah. Uh, yeah. we're on manual focus. And so <laughs> <laughs> we'll, um, we'll, we'll see how things go. But yeah. anyway, um, thank you for joining me. Uh, a yeah, couple of that. months ago, I think we got we got linked up. I had uh, I had come across some of your images on uh, on LinkedIn. I think I had seen um, maybe it was a Kodiak that that I had mm. come across. And I just said, "Man, that's a that's an awesome image." Followed you on LinkedIn, and then uh, had had reached out, and and since then been following your your work. So, um, you know, you're you're a director, a photographer. Um, and, uh, for everybody who's listening, you definitely want to, uh, to give him a follow. He's got some, some really cool images, but, uh, maybe we could start with just, you know, maybe how you got into, uh, into photography. And if you want to give a, a quick intro into, you know, yourself, um, that could be a good start as well. Sure. Yeah. Uh, I mean, you did a, you did a pretty good job there, but yeah. Uh, you know, director of photographer, um, uh, specialize in aviation. Um, but, uh, started my career out with more of, uh, editorial lifestyle portraiture, stuff like that. Sure. Um, it was, uh, just a, a gradual evolution in my career, but, um, I started out in photography, I guess, officially in 2008. I'd always, always done it since junior high, just, you know, there was something fascinating about, uh, photography. So just run around with my parents' cameras, take photos, have fun with it at the time yeah. to develop a film. Um, the excitement of, you know, getting them back, you know, you had to sit there and wait for them to get developed, get them back, check them out. Uh, and then it just fueled you even more to go out and shoot more and see what you did well, see what you did wrong. Sure. Um, but, uh, yeah, 2008, uh, I, uh, I started working for a, uh, well-known surf photographer and from then on the next few years was just, uh, uh, linking up with, with more and more photographers that I ended up working for, uh, from all different industries and got to do a little bit, something different with, with each of them. So it, uh, helped me learn a lot of different things, um, and especially from different industries, different standpoints of what's, what's, uh, important, what's, what we're focusing on. Um, so learned a lot about just, uh, digital asset management, um, organizing, uh, lots to do in editing Photoshop, uh, touch up, you know, things like that. Sure. So kind of behind the scenes stuff. And then uh, a lot of them too, just to, to see how they shot, um, some were very studio based, some were very natural light. So lots of different stuff based from, uh, uh, strobes and, and lights, like I said, in studio, um, to just getting out there and just utilizing the natural light that we had with some basic reflectors, diffusers, stuff like that. So, um, yeah, that's, that's kind of how I got in photography and, um, from San Diego. So I started working for a few local, uh, magazines here, which, kind of, uh, got me going with the, um, concept of, of 
getting a an assignment, having very specific uh, uh, things that I needed to accomplish, the look they were going for, the lighting, um, all those things, all their parameters that they had. So sure. that was that was really fun. Um, tacked on a little stress, which which helped. Um, <laughs> just hone my skill set and um, put a little pressure on you to make sure you know what you're doing. Um, so it was good. And then, yeah, I just, uh, uh, since then too, just uh, ended up going to Brooks Institute of Photography for a few years. Um, networked like crazy up there, especially moved down to LA um, a few years after that. And uh, just freelanced a ton while I was up there. Again, lots of, lots of lifestyle portraits, um, adventure, if you will, things like that. Um, but, uh, yeah, I'll stop there for my, my little <laughs> ramble. <laughs> no problem. No, it's, it's cool. And, uh, I actually, um, I'm, I wouldn't de definitely wouldn't call myself a professional photographer. Um, uh, but I got into photography in a, in a pretty similar way. I think my, my parents were into photography as I was a kid and, uh, I grew up surfing, uh, a lot mm -hmm. in the, in the Northeast and actually, um, bought my first camera to like, you know, bring with me as I went surfing and yeah. I, I got pretty into it, um, where I started, you know, spending a lot of money on gear and, <laughs> uh, and which yeah, I'm sure you, you know how that goes, yeah. but, uh, yeah. you know, spent a lot of time, you know, shooting all different, you know, landscape type stuff, um, action shots. I even, my first, uh, I, my first water housing I bought was actually just like this plastic bag that you put a camera in and <laughs> yeah. actually yeah. got, got some cool shots, uh, cool shots that way. And, uh, mm -hmm. it was funny the other day I was actually on like my memories on Facebook popped up and, <laughs> uh, and I had a, a, a picture that was used as a, like a cover image for Eastern surf magazine from oh, nice. like 2008. Yeah. And which was like, man, <laughs> it'd be nice to do that. Now I surf like three times a year, unfortunately. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, uh, and the camera doesn't, doesn't come out as much, but, yeah, um, yeah. but uh, how, so, you know, went through, you know, you got a lot of experience in, in these different areas. I know nowadays a lot of your, I think you, you shoot all different types of things, but a lot of your focus is on, uh, aviation photography. And so, mm -hmm. um, and obviously that's why, you know, kind of caught my eye with, uh, with some of the, the stuff that you've been working on. How did you get into, uh, the aviation space? Yeah, I, um, I was uh, freelancing at the time in San Diego, and uh, some, and San Diego being so close to the uh, border of Mexico, uh, I kind of grew up going down there for a lot of the off-road races, um, the Score Series races down there, mm -hmm. and uh, riding quads and dirt bikes out in the deserts and things. Yeah, so, uh, the off-road world is pretty big here, and so it was through some friends who were doing some work for an off-road team. And, uh, the owner was, uh, looking for somebody to shoot some, um, uh, photos and videos for their, uh, off-road races. And they, uh, reached out to me. They, they said they knew someone, they reached out to me. Um, of course said yes. And, you know, went down and did it, but then it turned into, Hey, we're going to put you up in our, our race helicopter to get some shots there. Plus we can drop you off all over the place, beat the trucks, get ahead of them, drop you off snap some stuff, get some footage, get back in and then shoot some stuff in the air as well on and off during the race. So 
that was actually my first experience getting up in the air and shooting um, from the air. And then uh, did a few races for them. It just turned out that the owner of that team actually owned uh, a huge collection of, of planes. And that relationship um, grew and that led me into, hey, well, I like what you're doing with the off-road stuff. Um, seeing other other bits of your work. Do you want to come shoot some of my aircraft and things like that? And of course, who's going to cool. say no to that? Yeah. <laughs> and uh, and then it just kind of snowballed from there. Um, the owner was kind enough to, um, after we worked together for a few years, um, it uh, led into going to work for them full time, which was Lewis Air Legends. Okay. And um, uh the owner Rod just, you know, being helpful and, and connecting me with the right people and, um, you know, kind of helping me, uh, mold a career in aviation, um, with what I was doing. So, um, that's, that's kind of what got me. So oddly off-roading is, is what got me into the aviation world. <laughs> cool. Cool. Yeah. Well, I saw, you know, one of your, um, I guess it was one of your recent projects. It was probably from late last year was, um, a project with Brightling. Uh, the, mm -hmm. the watch company, which, um, I, th I thought was really cool. You know, saw some of your images of the, the different kind of older aircraft and some of the work that you, that you had in some of their stores from around the world. Um, really cool stuff. How, tell, tell us about like that project and what that was like. Yeah. Yeah. That was, uh, that was a blast. It was good, good way to kind of, uh, end the year and, uh, but yeah, it was, uh, so I worked with, uh, spring studios in the UK. Okay. Uh, they were the, uh, creative agency, um, uh, to help put that together with Brightling. So partnered with them and then, uh, was able to produce a good chunk of that as well. Uh, and then put, uh, put our team together and flew out to, uh, Virginia beach, um, where we, uh, uh partnered up with the uh, military aviation museum there who had three of the four aircraft that we were using. Okay. Um, so lots of, lots of moving parts, lots of people coming in from all over the place, people yeah. from the UK, people from Switzerland, um, me, you know, a few of us from the West coast, East coast. Um, so lots of moving parts, um, to get lots of aircrafts there and then to, to, uh, uh, get up in the air in a short period of time, get all the stuff we needed to interviews, all that stuff. So it was, it was a lot of fun. Um, it was, uh, it was quite hot. Yes. <laughs> it was a uh, hundred plus with high humidity. Oh, wow. So that was uh, something very difficult to, to work around. Um, but, uh, yeah, it was, uh, but you never know that in the footage. That's all that matters. And, uh, but, uh, yeah, that was, that was a blast. It was great working with, uh, spring studios and, and Breitling. Um, definitely, a a, uh, brand that, uh, I've, um, admired for a long sure. time. So it was great to, great to get to work directly with them. So I was able to kind of direct the, the, uh, commercial after the, um, uh, uh, kind of deck that studio put together on their creative and what they wanted. So, um, to kind of put it into action. Cool. So, uh, yeah, that was, that was a blast. Yeah. And, uh, the, the other project that I had, uh, that I had seen, um, was with, uh, Joby 
aircraft, the mm. uh, yeah. you know, eVTOL, um, and uh, saw some really cool images from there. I actually came across one of them in, in a magazine uh, a few weeks ago. But mm. what what cool. was that like? That, was, that must have been pretty cool and being part of like this, you know, new generation, kind of the future of aviation. Um, what was that project like? And how, how did you yeah. get involved in that? Yeah, yeah that was... Um... That was really neat. That was definitely uh, one of the uh, newest, neatest, you know, kind of things that I've done. Yeah. Um, you know, one of the one of the guys there said I was like, because I, I, I mentioned something about me shooting some kind of more modern aircraft because um, I shoot a lot of warbirds and things like yeah, that. Yeah, sure. But uh, you know, over time, I shoot some more you know newer aircraft and stuff, and he's like, well there you go. He's like, this thing's so new. It's not even out yet. Yeah. It's the future. So I was like, Hey, all right. So, um, but yeah, that was, uh, that was a, a very fun shoot, um, for something that I, I think Joby is, is definitely way ahead of the curve when it comes to that, um, uh, industry. And, uh, it's definitely a, a huge, uh, transition, uh, or pivot in the aviation industry too, with, sure. uh, where it's going. Um, obviously with all the cars going electric, it's, it's kind of going crazy and a lot faster than I thought it would, but, uh, aviation's right there with it. I think Joby's leading the pack. Um, but yeah, that was, that was pretty neat. It was, um, uh, now I can say the first time I've done a, an air to air photo shoot with an aircraft that was unmanned okay. <laughs> so that was that was kind of interesting to see uh you know flying next to this thing photographing it and they can see the inside the cockpit and there's no one there's there. nobody so, there um yeah and at least again to clarify at the time it was it was manned by you know two pilots and a yeah. crew of like 10 or 12 so um it wasn't completely autonomous in that sense it just wasn't someone riding in sure. it sure but it was still it was still neat um <laughs> and uh yeah so that was that was definitely a good time yeah and it's neat to see all that they're they're doing since then so yeah for sure yeah we talked we talked with a lot of people and you know there's a lot of companies that are kind of racing to um you know get these aircraft into production and out there yeah. and uh, actually, you know, carrying out real missions. And so it's cool to mm -hmm. see mm -hmm. how, how quickly all of this stuff is progressing, because I think, yeah. Yeah. I think a lot of people thought it would be a long time before we see, uh, before we saw this and, and we're seeing mm -hmm. that, you know, the technology is really coming along quickly and, uh, might, might be sooner than later than we, uh, yeah. sooner than we expected, I guess. But, yeah. um, but you know, I've seen, you, you've had a lot of experience, you know, photographing all different types of aircraft. Um, but what, what would you say is your, uh, has been your favorite aircraft to, um, actually shoot? Yeah. The, uh, the Haviland Mosquito, uh, is, is at the top of the list for me. Okay. Um, just had a, uh, uh, a lot of fun adventures with that aircraft. And again, I think there's only four currently airworthy uh in the world so been able to photograph two of them okay uh and that's taken me between the two has taken me um uh to uh, as far as new zealand to go photograph it um up at oshkosh virginia uh, texas so um have had a, a really fun kind of bombing experience especially with uh pz um 474 that was the one that was um, 
restored in Auckland, New Zealand by Avspecs. And so when I went out there, I got to got to see its first flight, which was was pretty special. Um, and went out there for about a week and um, took some stills in motion of that. And and then to fly back and have it um, shipped to Texas and and then to document it showing up in huge cargo containers <laughs> in pieces and then having all the the um, guys from uh, Avspecs come out and reassemble it again now in Texas and then to see its first flight after its reassembly uh, in Texas. So, um, and then flying it up to Oshkosh uh, where it ended up winning uh, grand champion um so that was all that was all pretty special and then obviously during the brightling shoot um got to uh photograph and film the uh, mosquito in their collection um which i believe was also done by Aspects in new zealand so um it's just a, a, a just an insanely incredible aircraft in my opinion um just with the uh engineering that went into that obviously for those i'm sure everyone knows but for those that don't it's it's made of wood um metals were scarce at the time so um some ingenuity there to make it happen um but the uh but to even be in new zealand and, and go to their wood shop where they were making the plane which is is kind of funny to say out loud to to go to their wood shop where they're making the plane <laughs> um but to see all of their their schematics and and blueprints and uh jigs and all this stuff yeah. of, of just seeing these big skeletons of the wings and fuselage and stuff like that is just uh, pretty amazing. Um, so that one, the, uh, the mosquito kind of has a special place, uh, for me of, of what I've been able to, uh, photograph with it, but also just kind of see, especially that point, yeah. uh, on its journey of restoration and things like that. That's pretty awesome. Yeah. I've seen some, uh, some really cool shots of yours of, of that aircraft and, uh, it's definitely interesting to only see, you know, there's only a handful of them that are out or less than a handful of them that are out <laughs> there. And so, um, pretty cool. I'm sure it was pretty awesome to, to be a part of that. Um, I know, you know, in, in looking at your, uh, some of your like Instagram stories, I'm constantly seeing you like actually, you know, kind of the behind the scenes of shooting some of these aircraft. And so, you know, you got cargo doors open or, you know, different, <laughs> different ways that you're, uh, that you're photographing, photographing, um, some of these, these different aircraft, what's the coolest aircraft that you've actually been flying in shooting mm. out of? Yeah. Uh, I mean, immediately the B 25, uh, it's just, a uh, such a historic aircraft yeah. in itself. Um, but then to, uh, run around the inside of that thing, um, <laughs> shooting out of the tail, shooting out of the out of the side is, is pretty amazing. Um, it, uh, it just gives you a, a very good experience of, of what it was like for, uh, people that actually had to fight in those planes sure. in World War II. But, um, you know, my grandfather talked about his time spent in World War II in the South Pacific and, um, and before he took off there, the amount of times that he got to fly in B-25s and, uh, he always said he, he was, he really liked his favorite spot in the B 25 was the tail, which is my favorite spot, yeah. uh, to shoot out of, uh, in the B 25. Um, and the, uh, one that I was uh, predominantly shooting out of was, um, 
custom fit in the end. So we removed all the guns and everything. So it was just wide open uh, space, uh, no plexiglass, no anything. So just a seat and just the open air. Sure. So um, it gave you a great view. And to be able to have planes come straight on at you is, is one of my favorite shots because it's so difficult to get. Um, and it's just not that kind of normal thing that you see as, as someone yeah. standing on the ground or flying. You don't get that that feeling of a plane coming right at you is um, pretty neat. So uh, hearing him talk about his uh, uh, time spent in the tail of the B-25 and then that I'm back there always kind of is, is a neat connection, but it's also uh, just a, a blast. It's like a roller coaster back yeah. there um, <laughs> flying around while we're shooting. So, yeah. No, really, really cool stuff. Um, so I guess, you know, like as, as you're, you, you've done a bunch of different projects, I've seen, you know, you're, you've shot a lot of Warbirds, you did the Joby project. I know that you also shoot um, some like corporate jets and, uh, and all different stuff. I guess, you know, as, as you're looking forward into the future, what types of stuff are you looking to get involved in? I know that, you know, you've, you've been a photographer, you've also gotten a lot more into actually directing and so whether that's for the shoots or for commercials or video um you know how, how do you look at, at at the future yeah um well i'll i will never put down my camera yeah i say that much <laughs> but um yeah directing is is definitely uh the thing that uh uh diving more into um over the years i've always done it here and there sporadically um, sure just with different different friends that are cinematographers and, and um, hold various positions and roles and creative positions, um, been able to work on a lot of different projects. Um, cause as a uh, as a still photographer, you know, a few of my cinematography buddies would pull me on sets and um, to just get my eye on certain things, and, and then that evolved into, hey, can you just come come direct this? Um, so it's, it's always been there, but it, it's just never been the thing that I really grasped onto because it's too obsessed with, with, uh, photography, yeah. but, uh, yeah, over the, over the past few years that I've had the, the opportunity to, to, um, direct some bigger and bigger things and kind of, uh, is weird to, to step back away from the camera, uh, and, and be hands off is, uh, the more and more I do it is, uh, gets a little easier <laughs> to, sure. to not be behind the camera, but, um, I really enjoy it. It's, uh, it kind of takes that, um, uh, 30,000 foot view, um, to kind of see the, the whole picture of, of what we're trying to accomplish. So, um, yeah, partnered up with, uh, uh, medic who is a, um, production and creative agency. So, um, they're representing me now as, as a director as well as a photographer, but, um, cool to push more for, uh, directing. So, uh, hopefully I'll have some, uh, stuff coming out this year, um, with some cool projects that we'll be working on and, um, which may or may not be aviation related. Okay. Um, but, uh, cause if you go to my site, uh, poke around there, obviously my Instagram is all aviation, but my website has a mixture of a uh, little bit of adventure lifestyle, um, automotive, things like that mixed in with, with aviation. So, sure. um, yeah. But that's that's kind of what uh, I think 2022 holds for me is um, maybe a little bit more uh, directing. Very cool. Yeah, excited to see some of these new projects that you're working on. 
Um, but I know we, we had talked a little bit offline just about, you know, your experience and building up your business and, you know, working through all, you know, I guess all different industries, different projects, all that type of stuff, I guess for, um, you know, people that are looking to get into whether it's photography or just like the kind of creative space in general, do you have any, you know, particular advice for them? Yeah. Um, well, I can speak on, on what worked for me, uh, the creative world in general, whether that's photography, cinematography, graphic design, um, and many other, uh, things. I, I think it's just a matter of, uh, I mean, like I said, I, I ended up just working for several different photographers over the first few years, just to really, um, uh, see that, uh, high level, um, work and to see how it's captured, to see how they work, the business side yeah. of things, marketing, all that stuff. Um, you know, and again, everybody does everything different. So, um, there's no, in the creative world, at least in photography, um, there's no, there's no blueprint. Um, you know, there's, there's no, it's not like a multitude of other businesses where, you know, there's, uh, just this very clear cut path that you take, you go do this, you do this, you do this, right. And you're on your way. Um, you know, when it comes down to it, photography and cinematography, things like that is, is art. So it's very subjective. Um, and, uh, so I would say just go, go try to work with photographers. Look, um, look at people's work that you like. Um, you know, be prepared to be told no. Um, you know, not, not everybody can go take on everybody, um, and have uh, assistance all the time, but, um, yeah, just reach out to different, different photographers that you look up to, um, uh, look at other people's work that's outside of what you actually like. So I find a lot of inspiration in things that, um, aren't even aviation related. Sure. Um, it's more of just, uh, what evokes emotion, and and then kind of looking at it as why what's the image doing um that's that's doing that so um you know and to you know the, like i said the first photographer i worked for was a surfing photographer um the uh photographer after that was a family newborn and an infant photographer so um two totally different things yeah and sure a commercial commercial photographer after that um and uh a number of others but uh, celebrity and fashion. So all over the place, but it was, I learned something different from everybody, uh, watched how everybody ran their business. Um, but, uh, the, the one word I would just focus on is just network. The best thing you can do is, uh, meet people, be your genuine self. Um, and, and just get out there and just make, make relationships, friendships. Um, it takes, time it takes a long time to be patient (laughs) it's it's um you know but uh and i i live by the uh luck favors that prepared um it's uh definitely that that bell that's rung with me all the time is just when opportunity strikes are you ready can you do it um so constantly um trying to perfect your uh your work be critical of yourself um ask people that you don't know, um, to critique your work. 
I think some of the best uh, critiques I got early on in my career were some of the most hurtful. So, <laughs> um, so uh, but it, it really, um, but then after that, I saw a distinct change in my work. So all of that being said, yeah, just, you know, network, um, take opportunity, um, perfect your work, try to go work with uh, some photographers and, uh yeah, just network, network, network. Yeah, for sure. I think that that's huge really for, for any business, you know, you can kind of get mm -hmm. locked in get like tunnel vision on, you know, what you're doing right now and, and what you're working on right now. But there's so many different things that are going on in the world. And yeah. it's funny how, you know, I've seen like conversations that I had with people from, you know, years ago that, you know, you had that intro conversation and, and nothing came of it. But mm -hmm. then all of a sudden one day they, yeah. they shoot you a message and like, Hey, yep. you know, what's up with this? Or, you know, we could use some help on that. Or, you know, they've been kind yeah. of like following what's been going on in the background mm -hmm. and, and one day they have a, they have a need for it. And so. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. It's, uh, it's, it's very much planting seeds, you know, yeah. it takes time for, that seed to grow into what it's going to be. Um, so those relationships, um, yeah, they can take time, they can take years, but all of a sudden it's just that one, uh, that one time, that one yeah. email, that one phone call that, that, um, is a, is a great gig or just catapult your career, yeah. um, where you want to go. So, um, say in, in the downtime, yeah, just, just be perfecting, um, your work and, uh, trying to just, constantly outdo yourself sure yeah and, and how about with like gear i know that mm. you know like <laughs> photography or videography it's always one of those things where like you could keep spending money pretty much forever right there's always yeah. there's always something yeah. better there's always you know different accessories and, and whatever and mm -hmm. i think that you know and some of the people that are in the creative space that i've talked to have said like you know oh well you know, my stuff's not that great because I don't have the latest camera. I don't have the latest, you know, gear, whatever, whatever it may be. What's been your experience around, you know, that, that side of things? Yeah. Um, I, I'm one to the, the quickest answer I always give people when they ask that kind of, Hey, what, what camera should I get? Or I want to do this, or I want to do that. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I just always say, spend your money on lenses. Um, you will have lenses far longer than you will have, um, camera bodies, um, or at least in my experience. Um, and I learned that early on that sort of photographer I worked for, um, you know, at the time that was in 2008 and he had, um, lenses that he had had for 20, 25 years. Yeah. Um, Canon lenses, and they were still just tack sharp and, and killer. So um, there's some new technology that's coming out with lenses and things like that, but it's the, the actual fundamentals of them don't change. You, there's, as far as I know, there's not going to be any clearer glass, um, or things like that. doesn't mean technology with lenses can't change, but in the, in the simplest of forms, you know, you'll have good quality lenses for a very long time. Yeah. Uh, so I say spend, you know, spend your money on that, but, um, uh, you can do a lot with, um, any camera, it's just a matter of, um, understanding the, the concepts of, of light and photography itself. So, um, yeah, don't feel like you need to go spend the, mo you know, the most amount of money on a, on a camera. Um, 
start uh and i guess it also depends on too what you're what you're planning on doing um so there's no one answer that fits yeah, everything sure. but um yeah start small um you know it's uh, i've got some old cameras that uh that still shoot and I'll, I'll shoot yeah. some stuff on it every <laughs> once in a while just for fun, but I'll slap on, you know, my good glass that I've had for a long time and yep. I'll snap some photos and post them. Oh, would you shoot that on? I'm like, shot that on a 12 year old digital yeah. camera, that, <laughs> you know, that has like no megapixels, but it, it um, you know, so it, it, it doesn't, it doesn't necessarily matter, you know, um, build up over time. But uh, thankfully there's so many, um, great digital cameras, even the, um, kind of base model cameras, if you will, are, are pretty staggering in the technology they pack right now. Yeah. So you almost can't go wrong, but, um, yeah, don't feel like you need that, that top of the line fill in the blank. Um, you know, you can get a, you can get a decent camera, uh, pretty inexpensive, but, uh, I'd say spend more money on a variety of good, good lenses yeah. and you'll see a huge improvement on, uh, quality of your photographs so. yeah yeah for sure i think most of my lenses um are from like probably 10 years ago you know i invested mm -hmm. in some pretty yeah. good canon lenses and i look yeah. back at some of the photos that i took from you know 2011 2012 and then i look at some of the stuff that i shoot now and i'm like man that stuff was good back then and it's more yeah. about yeah. you know kind of you know, getting everything in the, um, you know, get, getting the scenes right, doing your prep work. Like I, I used to be a way more scientific about how I mm. shot. Now yeah. I don't shoot as much anymore. And it's like, you know, I, I was shooting way better back, back then when I was <laughs> into it, you know, all the yeah. time. So it's, yeah. um, it, you know, good glass. And, uh, and I think just getting, you know, getting in the right mindset, you know, really understanding what you're trying to, like what yeah. you're shooting, what the scenes are, what that, what you want that final outcome to look like. Um, there's a lot that goes into it. And sometimes, yeah. the, you know, all the fancy equipment doesn't do everything that you need it to do no. to, to get that final shot and that final product. Yeah. It'll, uh, it'll only get you so far. Yeah. Um, you know, and then there's, there's lots of other <laughs> gaps to try to get to get through so yeah. you can you can hand somebody you know the the most expensive camera and glass and set up out there and and still take kind of a terrible photo <laughs> if you will so there's there's a lot more to just the the technology so For it's sure. kind of like the analogy of, of of a car you know you could get behind the wheel of uh some you know supercar um but if you don't really know what you're doing. You've never, <laughs> never gone down that, you know, been behind the wheel of something with that much power and, and stuff. Uh, it can be pretty disastrous. So, yeah. um, just cause you can buy it doesn't, doesn't necessarily, um, mean you're going to produce, uh, sure. <laughs> so, but Hey, if you've got the money and you want to do it, do it. Why not? Uh, yeah. you know, Hey, you know, you'll learn and, um, you know, maybe your margin of error is a little less. So sure. Well, cool. Well, um, it's been great talking with you. It's been great Likewise. seeing, you know, some of your projects. I'm looking forward to seeing what's, uh, what's coming out this year. Uh, but where, where can people find you? Yeah. Um, I, am um, a website of course, which is just my name, Bradley Wenzel. Um, last name is W E N T Z E L. I'm sure it'll probably be up on your, yeah, we'll, we'll your, add a uh, link. description there, yeah. but, uh, <laughs> yeah, on my website, BradleyWenzel.com. uh, 
uh, Instagram as well, which is Bradley Wenzel, uh, LinkedIn, Bradley Wenzel. They're all crossed over one another. So if you get to one, you'll be able to find all the others. But yeah. Okay, cool. You're not on uh, TikTok yet doing any dances or anything like that? <laughs> <laughs> I had some, no, no. I had some friends, uh, some friends actually from Kodiak, uh, you know, talk me into um, TikTok and that lasted for about a month. <laughs> wasn't doing any dancing, but it was just, uh, it just wasn't for me. I stick yeah. to Instagram and, and LinkedIn and I'm, connected to facebook but i don't really yeah. pay attention to facebook yeah, so. yeah i'm kind of yeah Insta- kinda the instagram same way. and instagram linkedin and and uh, my website so yeah all right well cool thanks for coming on again and yeah. uh yeah we'll uh we'll talk soon all right sounds good thanks much right. for having me see ya all right.